Hello and welcome to another episode of Fight on Montana. I am your host, Adam Healy, with my co-host, Angel Villanueva. What's up, what's up? We are here to take a deep dive into Grizzly Athletics. Uh, I like to remind the listener to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast at. You can find us pretty much everywhere. Uh, we'd like you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We want to get you to get in a hold of us. And so you can get do that three ways. Uh, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and our Facebook page. All those are at Fight on Montana. We want to hear from you. This is your podcast. This is we want to make it make it for the fan. Um, so if you guys want to hear something that you're not hearing, let us know. Uh, we'll get it. We'll get it right so that you guys are loving it and uh, let people know about us. So, mm-hmm. Angel, dude, what's up, man? Tuesday, Wednesday, mm-hmm. Thursday, mm-hmm. Friday, and then game we can day. say then we can say game day. Then we can say game day. What has it been? 18 months at this point? Oh, dude. Yeah, long time. Oh my goodness. And and I'm wearing the ripped sleeves. If you guys are watching this live, <laughs> you guys are able to see me right now. I ripped off the sleeves because I'm not excited. You're not a true fan unless you have you know a cutoff a sweatshirt, a cutoff sleeve that you could bring to the games. So I'm gonna be I'm gonna keep my eye out this weekend, you know, keep my eye on all you guys. I tried to rip the sleeves, I just couldn't get them off. Um and, oh, and my arms are way too right white. Too I didn't want them. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't want to blind the listener, or, or, or possibly people, the three people right now that are um, watching us. Uh, uh-huh. So I didn't want to blind anybody. But oh, you're crazy, man! You're crazy, man! Let's <laughs> Angel, go, man! Week. Let's do it. We dude. are. We are going to go over position groups: wide receiver, mm-hmm. cornerback, kicker, and punter today. Do so it. yeah, you know we've got. Let's start at wide receiver, um, just because uh, that's probably one of the most talked about. Uh, groups right now mm-hmm. um probably the one of the deeper position groups as well if not if you look at probably offensive line one of the deeper positions that we have right now um so what did we lose well unfortunately i was crossing my f- fingers that we wouldn't lose samori toure um we we lost him um congratulations to him if he's listening right now um totally show out in nebraska we're cheering for you man mm-hmm. um and so as, as far as I know, that's the only uh, wide receiver that we've lost. Um, so let's just go down the list and see what we have. We have Samuel Kim coming back, senior. Malik Flowers coming yep. Yep. off of an amazing, amazing sophomore season where I believe he got like either first team or second team special uh, special teams. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mitch Roberts, uh, Redshirt Jr., uh, Danny Burton, uh, senior. Max uh, Gardner, who is a junior. And I believe he walked on because he was playing the first two years. I think he was playing baseball, I believe, somewhere. I think so, too. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, Gabe Solser, Jr. Uh, and I'm going to mess up this name. Uh, Guido Acello. That's a that's a dope-ass name, man. Guido? Uh, I think G-U-I-D-O. Yeah, Guido. Yeah, no, is you're Is that wrong. Guido? Is that like... <laughs> think about that, dude. Like, the parents are like, you know, what, what are you going to name him? you be like, I'm going to name him Guido. <laughs> he's gonna be a receiver at the university of montana man yeah the story dude oh my gosh they just call him g like yeah, I, I, call him g or you g-o you can, you can call him go you can call him go one of the other man Gio. Gio is cool as Gio it is. is that is pretty cool yeah yeah man. uh drew deck who's a freshman uh aaron fontes who's a freshman uh kellen white who is a redshirt freshman ryan simpson who is a redshirt freshman and then in the summer, we'll have one more wide receiver coming in, uh, TJ Roush um, from, I believe, Missoula uh, Sentinel um, as well. So that is the wide receiver group. Uh, a lot of names there that are pretty well-known names. Yep. Um, you know, Samuel, uh, uh, Samuel Kim is probably the most well-known um, big wide receiver. I think if you listen to our um, uh, podcast earlier this week, um, we've talked about him wearing five or three to five five X gloves, which I I I'm still thinking that, and I dude, can't get that out of my head, oh dude. My gosh. And the only reason I knew that is because one day I was picking up a pair of gloves at, <laughs> at, uh, from um, from the equipment room, and I was getting a two X, and there was a pair of five X, and I thought they put it out as a joke. <laughs> and I was like, "Who the hell's wearing five X gloves?" Like, oh, those are Sammy's. He has humongous hands for whatever reason. 
And so it just, I mean, you just think about what you want in a prototype receiver, and Sammy checks it off, though. Oh. Check everything on that list. He's humongous, 6'4", 6'5", athletic. Yeah. He's committed. He's a hard worker. You know, just being around him, at, at times I'd get frustrated um, throughout the year because he was always, always on go, you know? Yeah. And in, in the moment, it's one of those things that was, you'd get kind of annoyed of it just because you keep hearing, come on, guys, come on, guys, come on, guys. But it really elevated the team to another level because he's so passionate about the sport. He's so committed to being better than he was the day before. It's pretty interesting to kind of see, you know, him being in the position that he is because he's earned everything, you know. Yeah. None of the, I mean, obviously, when you think about a, proto a prototypical receiver, he has those qualities, but he's not letting those go to waste. He's taking advantage of the concept of hard work, the concept of, of, of laying that foundation and sacrificing on the weekends. He's one of the most dedicated football players that I've been around in my, you know, my five plus years here at the university. And I've seen some amazing, amazing players. You know, thinking about to my early days where Ellis Henderson was playing, where Jamal Jones was playing, you know, right before that, we had a rabbit running back kind of uh, receiver hybrid and um, uh, juice. I forgot his uh, full name, but he ended up playing for the CFL. Um, okay. Yeah. So I've been I've been really fortunate to be around some great players. And I think it's kind of cool um, to really be able to say, you know, that he's one of the most committed guys. And I feel the same way about Samori. When you think yeah. about Samori as a student athlete, he's everything that embodies it. You know, he committed himself to the books. Every time I was told, you know, I'd ask him after tests on the university, I'd say, hey, man, how did you do on the test? He'd be like, man, I got a, you know, I got a, you know, 93%, not good enough. He, you know, he was just that type of person, that type of yeah. player. He always wanted to be the best. And he was super humble about it. He was never bragged about it. And he was one of the most humble people. So shout out to Samori. I wish nothing but the best for you. I love you, man. Uh, you know, I'm here for you. Same thing with Sammy. I can't wait to see you kind of continue to develop and what you're able to do this upcoming year. Um, yeah. Kind of going down the list, like you said, you mentioned a lot of names. Malik Flowers, he's actually a personal good friend of mine, so he's a little punk sometimes, man. But <laughs> that guy is incredible, man. Just to 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 see him be so humble throughout this journey, throughout this process, you know. And I'm sure there might have been at times, you know, looking back on it, where he was just like, man, I want to play more, you know. But he mm -hmm. filled those roles on special teams. He filled oh, yeah. that role as a backup, and he did it beautifully. And now he's at a position where he's like, hey, man. You're up. Let's see what you can do. You know, yeah. coming well, up. And, and and just just with like the 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 group that we have, we have a really good group of veteran, yeah, and then young young talent yeah. that from the uh, you know I, I listened to uh, the coaches show and Hauk is ba basically gave his death chart, um, and so you know a cam is going to be a starter. And, you know, he says, you know, on the other side, it's it's Roberts and, and uh, Flowers battling it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, I think the slot you're going to have um, uh, Solcer and uh, White, mm -hmm. um, which I've heard really great things uh, about Kellen White and just the work ethic yeah. and where he's come from with, with a, a walk on and, and a community. Ooh. I think he was a community college mm -hmm. and just a walk on. And, and I believe isn't he from Canada? Uh, he is. He is. Uh, so is is an incredible, incredible athlete. I remember, obviously, when guys get to university, there's not very many guys that really can stand out. You know, even though they're playing scout team, but that guy showed out, and instantly I was like, man, yeah. this guy's gonna get put on scholarship real quick. This guy's gonna play real quick. You know, it kind of reminds me of a uh, Judy from Alabama, Jerry Judy. Jerry. Oh yeah. I don't know yeah. what it is, just the you know little quick twitch moves yep. that he has, man. The way he's yep. able to put on a dime, dude. I think I think he's gonna show out. And you know what? That was actually one of the things that I want kind of want to talk about. I think when it comes to these receivers, I think Sammy's gonna be Sammy consistently. Oh, yeah. He's made he's made the place. I think when Luke's gonna finally get an opportunity to kind of really kind of really show out. Yeah. Obviously, Mitch Roberts. I've been fortunate enough to play with his older brother and Mitch as well. Really, and his okay. older brother was a freak of nature, just like Mitch's. Okay. You know, and, and the thing is, his older brother had only, what, two, three months of, it, of football experience outside of high school football. He was actually he played um, um, baseball. I forgot, okay. the, I forgot the university to play that, but he had potential to be drafted when he was in high school. Wow. Um, didn't take it. I think he went to go and play on college ball. Um, don't quote me on this, but I think he might have hurt his elbow or something like that. So he got to a point where he transitioned over to football, football. for his last year. 
and he shined out here. And it's kind of cool to see, hey, you know what? I've seen the older brother and I see the younger brother. And they're both such great dudes that are going to be able to contribute to, you know, winning some football games. So and then when he comes down to Keelan, I think really Keelan's going to bring the breakout star of this kind of receiver yeah. group. You know, I think obviously everybody's in, everybody's intention is on Sammy. Everybody's attention, you know, is on Mitch, is on Malik. And so that's going to give Keelan an opportunity to really kind of branch out. Well, and if, if he, you know, it, it's a, a huge spot to fill that, that kind of, I wouldn't say a slot per se, but they use it as kind of a slot a receiver um, that, you know, Jerry Lou McGee had for forever. Um, but if you put white there just with his quickness and his just like quick cut, you know, Man, I think he could have an amazing, amazing year. I think one guy that is gonna, you know, come up on people that is huge is uh, Ryan Simpson. You know, he's like oh. six, he's like six seven, six six. Yeah, he's humongous. Big guy. Um, I think you know you can't teach that type of height yeah. um, and and length. Um, I think that he could probably have a great year this year, even though you know he's a redshirt freshman. He probably might not get the time. I think, you know, if he proves himself in, in practices, you know, sparingly, if you need a tall guy in the, you know, uh, end zone area where you need to go up, uh, go up and grab one, man, why mm. wouldn't you use that? If you have like a small cornerback yeah. man, use that, use that height. So yeah, that's a, that's a great point right there. And I, I, I didn't even think about it like that way. So, you know, like you said, it might be an opportunity right there, you know, just using his height, his size, his reach to that advantage. You know, funny enough, I don't know fun fact about me. I'm only six, four, but my, my, my wingspan is six, nine. So oh, I have wow. really, really long arms for whatever reason, you know, kind of like orangutan arms that just hang off your shoulders, man. They kind of hurt carrying these around, but you know, <laughs> a guy that size, you know, yeah. with that arm length, you know, he's going to make some peace and be able to tower some people, you know? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, well, just the length, dude. Like, you, yeah. you know how many strides you're going to have to do to keep up with a guy that has that big of a stride? Yeah. Like, holy cow. Yeah. So, so it's interesting, man. It's kind of, it's going to be awesome to, you know, you know, also, I'm also excited about Danny Byrne. I'm excited for him to get some reps, man. Yeah. Yeah, and I believe he's a he's a senior this year. I've heard that he's you know put the work in. He's probably going to get some something. You know, I think the coaches probably reward those seniors that have been there that have you know know the system a little bit. So, dude, we brought somebody, Gabe Salser. Yeah, and I I have him down. We we said him uh, being one of those slot slot receivers with Kellen White. Um, You know, it'll be interesting because I I've heard some guys, and I wanted to get to this uh last podcast and i totally for, forgot um and maybe you can give us some insight angel you know coming out of a spring season this one is kind of unique where they're actually playing two games mm-hmm. and you know when you're usually doing a spring practice you're not really gonna you're gonna have a spring ball where you're going up against each other yeah. but not necessarily two games um there's actually some guys hurt i know that marcus knight is hurt um, I know a couple different guys are hurt. Um, and I've just, I've just heard that on uh, the coaches show. So it'll be interesting to see who's going to get time these last first two games, because if they're hurt right now, I wouldn't expect them to push to get them out there. No, no, this. And I think that's a great point. This, and I think listeners need to understand that this is not, um, a final as, product. This is not final product. Yeah. This is not bring everything and everyone we got out there, yep. you know, to really put them in position to potentially get hurt, you know? Yeah. Yep. And I think it's it's a smart bet. It's a safe bet. Let those guys rest. It's really no pressure. I don't yep. think there's – you guys don't get a, a belt. You guys don't get a ring at the end of it. So it's not necessarily something at the end of it that they're like, okay we're playing for this. You yep. know, it's really just to kind of gauge, get the temperature – dip your toes in the water and shake off that rust, you know, that's been building up for the past 18 months. Cause one, like I told you before in the last podcast, it's just a different environment when you line up against a different person. And when you line up against a different group of guys that are looking to tear your head off, you know, it's different than, you know, your buddy that you're with 24 seven, that's on your team, you know, not to say that they don't go extremely hard, but you know, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, they're using each other you know yeah. 
for practice, for, for, for dummy work, for situational, you know, it's not necessarily, Hey, I'm trying to trying to tear your head off. So it's a different feel. So I think they don't bring their, the, the, they don't come out guns blazing. I, I don't think they show certain formations. I don't think they run certain yeah. plays. I kind of think that they just hold off on it and get a feel for it and really run some really basic stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and when I say basic stuff, as far as the run game, I'm thinking inside zone. Um, I don't think they'll go too much outside. I don't know if they're going to get crazy with the counters and the powers. I think they will do powers, but I don't know necessarily uh, outside of that realm how extensive they're going to get on that side of the ball. And I think they're going to give them a couple deep balls just to get the arm loose, you know, for mm-hmm. the quarterback, you know, for Cam, just to give a situational kind of perspective. Of, okay, this is where we need to improve and get better at and focus on. So it'll be interesting to see, but I don't think this is necessarily boss of the walls. Got to do everything we can to claw our way out of this one. Well, and they, and they said that, you know, on the coach's show, um, uh, Coach Hawk said, you know, they, and, and this is something that I wanted to ask you, how much kind of new, you know, uh, the offensive guys are probably always trying to find something new, add something here, add something here, kind of get, you know, something new where uh, the teams that know each other really well um, mm-hmm. are kind of thrown off. Um, and so, you know, they've had this springtime and, and Coach Hawk said, you know, this springtime we really used to um, try these new things to kind of implement them. And, you know, we kind of get them implemented so that we can try them in the spring game and then really, really fully in the fall, try to get that established. It'll be really interesting to see what type of new things, um, if any, I I, personally, I don't think Houck's going to show his cards. I don't think that's who he is. I think he's pretty old school and he's like, I'm not going to show you my cards. I'm not going to give you something. Um, where you can use it and you can study it for six yeah. months and then use it against me. About it, why would you, you know, mm-hmm. like what, what do you get necessarily get out of it? What, what, what is it going to accomplish? It really is just going to give the teams when we roll around in these next couple of months, a leg up, yeah. you know, and it's the same thing. So it's just strategy, just as much as it is going out there and, you know, really imposing your will at the same time, there's a lot of strategy that goes into this game, you know? So me as a coach, I would do the same thing. You know, yeah, there's no definitely. reason to show all those cards. There's no. no reason to get those players any hurt that they than they what they already are. You know, take it easy. You know, go out there run basic schemes just to get a feel for the game again because it's been so long since they've been back from it. Yep, definitely. Well, it'll be really interesting, Angel, to see. And I'm really this is what I'm really excited for. Um, and I'm kind of nerdy like this as well. I like to see um, guys that haven't played. Um, maybe not a lot, but they haven't had that, that role. Mm -hmm. Um, You see it in basketball a lot too, where it's really evident because you're not having that many guys there um, where you're, you're trying to fill a role. Um, And so it'll be really interesting. You know, Samori's gone. Uh, You know, Mitch is going to go into a starting role. Possibly that's a new role for him. Um, You know, uh, Gabe and Kellen white, that's a new role. You know, Malik, that's a new role. I'm pretty sure that they'll probably, I would hope, you know, have him on punt returns and kick returns still. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, all these guys are going to be in a new role, except yeah. for Sammy. Yeah. Um, so it'll be really interesting to see how these players react and how mm-hmm. they kind of go into their roles and through these next two games. I'm, I'm, um, I'm right now, I think it's a smoother transition than than what we think. Okay. Simply because they've played the number two for such a long time and they've played it so well. So now it's like, okay, just that expectation is one level up, you know? Definitely. And and just like it is, it's important to be able to have that depth, but it's just as important to be able to have that experience. I was fortunate enough that if I went down, I had two, three guys that would be able to replace me on a dime and know exactly what the hell to do. You know, yeah. I think it's the same type of situation, you know, they get so much put on them in the sense of, hey, we're going to need you to step up because any moment, Sammy, Samori, uh, Jerry, they're going to need to break. And so because of that, they had to be ready all the time. So that, yeah. that training was just as intense. They train like they had the starting position. You know, that's just kind of the foundation of how they do things there at practice. And so I think it's a smoother transition than what we expect, you know. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm just, just so eager to see that. that yeah. I'm kind of the nuances that not everyone I think really likes to see, like knows to see, you know, not everybody looks at the line and studies the line, you know, they, they follow the ball. Um, right. And so just the subtleties of the game where yeah. people aren't really used to, um, yeah. I think it, Coach Hauk does a, such a good job of just the small things and mm-hmm. preaches such the, the small things that make up a big game. Yep. Um, and so uh, I'm just excited for football, dude. Oh my dude, gosh, dude, I'm gonna be there. If you guys see me, still <sighs> the let's get a dude. I'm, I'm I'm so jealous because I'm not gonna be there, so I'm gonna be watching on TV. Oh man, um, I have enough fun for both of us, Adam. Don't worry. There you go. You have fun for yeah the both of us. I'll yep. probably still drink a beer here, but you yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So it'll be interesting, man. But I'm excited for them. You know, I think they've they've they have the pieces when we kind of just combined. Since I, for listeners out there, we kind of reviewed the offensive line last week, yep. reviewed the quarterback position and the running back position last week, and so kind of when you think about you know the different groups at its core, there is some impressive stuff on all sides of the balls. There's really not a a drop off. There's not a lack in necessarily anywhere. And I'm not trying to toot anybody's horn, but it's yep. just I'm excited to see how it meshes together, how they're able to put everything together as far as the timing, as far as the run blocking scheme, you know, the eyes downfield, you know, what's a quarterback play going to look like, how are the receivers going to react just to kind of put it all together and, and, and kind of just let it roll, you know, just yeah. go out there and play some football because at the end of the day, we talk about, well, what about this? What about this? Those kids, and, and one of the, the best things that Coach Hauk ever told me, just go out there and play. play. Yeah. You know, go out there and have fun. Yep. Games were easier to me than practices were, you know, and that's just I how think, it I think he does that for a reason, though. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's, I there's think, you know, yeah. he does, and, does that for a reason. That last year, I was better conditioned. I was in a better position mentally, physically. I was able to kind of push past some of those uncomfortable moments because of the vigorous training that we did, you know, year in and year out, leading up to those 10 games plus the playoffs, you know. When I was yeah. dumping football, you know, when I finished up that quarterfinal game, I went home and I was like, I, I'm still ready to play physically. You know, yeah. a lot of guys will be burnt out and say, I need a break. I need to take a couple of days off. But every guy that I talked to, they're like, no, we can play still. We easily had two games left because that's all we had, the semis and the national championship. Oh, dude. You know? that Does that – I know this is way off. That that game just bothers me. But, dude, oh. it, it was, it's just tough, you know? Yeah. It was tough because we worked so hard. And the thing is, it's one of those things I'm sure there's a lot of people, well, we could have won that game. We could have won that game. I mean, but it was down to the wire. It was 10, 17, yeah. you know, fourth quarter. And it's just for for one reason or another, we just did, weren't able to get the job done. And that's simply it. There's no one to blame. There's no pointing fingers at nobody. And, you know, there was a lot of speculation trying to point fingers, you know, in the community. But really, and they'd come up to me and say, hey, what happened? Nothing happened. We lost a football game. It's mm-hmm. really hard to win a football game. And the statistics of being a team twice is out of this world. You know? Well, and especially the way that you guys smacked them around the first time. Yeah. I mean, and, no. and the weather, you know, the weather played a role in that game. Yeah. The weather was nasty. Yeah. The footing was horrible. Um, so, you know, and plus, I think you told me this. You guys were still taking, some people were still taking finals in or the night of, or in the, no, yeah, the, uh, no. the, the night before, the night before night, uh, they were getting, they're getting their crap done, you know, So, which, is, which was a new experience for a lot of guys, because the last time that I went to playoffs was my retro freshman year. After that, I didn't see an ounce of playoffs, but let okay. me tell you this at the end of those 10 game seasons, 10 games, 11 games, I was exhausted, you know? Yeah. And for one reason or another, like I had told you, and we talked about this when we kind of reviewed, you know, the Big Sky Conference bracket with the young players, you know, that kind of the, the muscle fatigue really kicked in. You know, I yeah. wasn't used to that training. I wasn't used to that type of play. So it took me a while. But at the end of the year, you know, the end of my fourth, fifth year of playing, I was ready. I was conditioned, you know. So it was just one of those things, man. It was really unfortunate. But I think it needed to happen to put the team in a place of hunger for this year in a place of itching to get back out there and let's go run through a freaking wall because that's what we want to do. Not because what we have to do, you know, and I think, I think it's going to come out, man. Yeah. Well, and this group is so exciting because the depth is 
everywhere. Wherever right. you look, you know, I, I, you cross your fingers, your toes, everything like that, that no one gets hurt. But they, they've got guys that can step up and no, and, oh, and yeah. everywhere. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, hey, let's go from, you know, wide receivers. And one of these things is, which is really cool, is we're going to go from wide receivers to cornerback. These guys are facing each other all the time in yep. practice. And I think just with the, the wide receivers we have, it's only going to make an iron sharp, sharpens iron. I probably yeah. said it before. I mean, yeah, like you those said, cornerbacks. We such, yeah, we have such a deep, deep core receiver. How could yep. you not get better at the, at the at the corner position? Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's just, let's just take out how talented uh, and, and kind of a deep of a, of a corner kind of position that we have, you yep. know, from some of the transfers, for some of, you know, the growth. Of, yep. of some of the younger guys that, that were able to get some playing time last year, you know, yep. on top of playing against, you know, Malik Flowers, Mitch Roberts, you know, Gabe Salser, Sammy Cam on a consistent basis. On top oh, of yeah. that, having to, you know, run through an offensive line that averages 320, 320 pounds. On top of that, having to run the running back that like, you know, that Marcus Knight, you know, or yep. get into rotation, whoever else gets in rotation. You know, there is a lot of obstacles at that corner position to really make it really difficult to not get better. And the coaching style is a huge part of it too, you know, cause it's nitty, it's gritty, it's hard and they don't care. They're going to keep working and working and working. So I'm excited. And I think not necessarily that I would have any doubts or questions. I'm more anxious and excited yeah. to see them finally perform, you know? Yeah. Well, I, and, and that's, what's cool about this group is like you said, we have a lot of, uh, uh, transfers, but you know the the last couple of years we've had a lot of cornerbacks that were not true cornerbacks. They were wide receivers that transferred into a cornerback role because we didn't have the depth that we needed there. And so this year we actually have cornerbacks that are mm -hmm. cornerbacks that have experience there that have experience at the D one level. Yep. Uh, in high major conferences yep. and we have depth upon depth. And so, you know, we lost uh, Darian Nash. I think he tr transferred to Idaho as a, uh, a grad assistant. And I believe didn't, wasn't Justin Calhoun a part of your senior yep. year? Graduated as well. Me. Graduated with me. Justin yep. Calhoun was a hell of a receiver, man. Yeah. He really was, man. But that just goes to show the type of athleticism that he has. I, I do think that it, I, you know, obviously that was not permission, but I think he was a better receiver than he was corner, but I still think he was a phenomenal athlete to be able to make that transition. Oh yeah. yeah. I can't even make it from left guard to left tackle without, <laughs> you know, wanting to quit the whole game entirely and feel like I'm out on the Island that I've, that I've never done this before for yeah. him to be able to transition like that, man. Like think about that. What, a, what, a, what an athlete. I yeah. wish he would have got more of an opportunity to play at the next level, you know, even if they brought him back to the receiver position, because I really think he had an opportunity. One of my favorite memories was a Hail Mary against Eastern Washington, and it was the last play of the half. Do you remember that play? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. What a what a play, man. He just went out there, grabbed, grabbed it, it. Yep. his mind, and we went into, you know, I think it, it was just an awesome moment, man. Awesome moment. But kind awesome. of going back to the corner position, dude, we have a lot of real talent. You know, yep. being able to play against that type of talent, you know, it's going to make it hard for opposing teams to really score. You yeah. Know? Well, no. let's just let's go into what we have. So uh, Trajan Cotton, uh, the transfer from Oregon State, who necessarily played kind of more of a safety role mm -hmm. with them. Um, but I believe in high school, he did have some experience playing cornerback. Uh, Omar Hicks, a new um, another transfer out of Oregon State. Yep. Uh, redshirt senior uh, Corbin Walker uh, sophomore this year, you know, last year or not last year. I'm saying last year and it's been like 18 months, um, you know, in the FCS playoffs, he intercepted and ran back one for a touchdown. Uh, yep. I, bl I believe as a freshman, isn't that yeah. crazy? Oh, 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 man, I'm going over here getting hyped. How cool is that, dude? Isn't that crazy as a freshman to intercept a pass, run it back, run it back yeah. Yeah. 50 some yards? Chaos. You know? Oh my gosh, dude! Yeah, um, and then Justin Ford, uh, redshirt junior out of uh, Louisville, um, mm -hmm. and so I don't know, and that's a question I don't, I, I, don't, I haven't been able to find. Find he opted out of the spring when we were going to be uh, 
during the spring season. But mm-hmm. after the spring season was, you know, nixed, I wonder if he came back and was a part of the spring ball or if he's just waiting for, you know, summer, summer camp. Mm-hmm. You so, know, that's a great question. I don't know. And, you know, we're kind of reviewing these position groups. I obviously kind of mentioned I th- I'm really excited to see how Keelan plays at the receiver position. I think yeah. I'm going to have my eye on him a little more. I don't really know at the corner position who I want to kind of really come out and show out. Yeah. Because I think they're all equally talented in a lot of ways. I think they all, you know, possess their strength. It's going to really be anybody's game on who really wants to show out. But if I'm calling it for whatever reason, I think Justin Ford's going to come out and have a heck of a, you know, kind of a, a two-game season to put himself in a position. Because yeah. he is playing these two games, is he not? I don't know. I couldn't find that. I couldn't yeah. find that um, because he did opt out of the spring season. I didn't yeah. know, you know, I, I would think after, you know, the news came out that the spring season wasn't going to happen, that he'd yeah. probably come back with the group. Um, but, you know, then you have Adjo So. I'm probably saying that wrong, so I'm sorry. Uh, Trevin Gradney and then Ryan Ressler, um, a walk-on from own. 2019 redshirt freshman. So you, you have some really good depth, um, some uh, older guys, and then you've got some freshmen. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really excited about this group because, you know, next year you have Omar Hicks, Hicks Anu, who is a redshirt senior. But yeah. after that, you have Trajan Cotton, sophomore, Corbin Walker, sophomore, Justin Ford, junior. Mm-hmm. And then you've got these these redshirt freshmen and freshmen behind there that you're only going to get better. Yep. Um, and so, man, the the depth is only going to get better in this group. You know what? I will say this just on a random note, and this I don't know why this came up, but this reminds me of Nate Harris. Um, kind of. Do you remember? Do you remember the name? Oh yeah, yeah. 2015. I think yep. he was 16 as well. You have to be. You have to have a different type of confidence when yep. you're playing the corner position. You know, that's why you always see. In majority of the times, I see corners. You know, talk more than a lot of people on the field, and I think it's built like that by design. I think yeah. a lot of people look at the corner position and like, okay, well, the, they're technically speaking the smallest guy on the field as far as size wise, because they need to be extremely quick. And, and kind of jerky in, in order to keep up with those receivers. So that's yeah. one thing to think about. They're obviously the smaller guys, so maybe in a sense they feel like they get picked on a little more, you know, from the big guys up front. So because of that, I think you have to come at the corner position with a confidence like no other, yeah. you know. One bad step, you, you cost yourself seven points, six points for the team. You know, there's a lot of pressure at that position, you know, and this is not to say that they're the most, you know, kind of physical uh, position out of the group because you can break that between O-line and D-line all day. You know, yeah, but yeah. I do think that is a position that you have to come with some type of confidence in really just a killer instinct and attitude, you know. One well, and these guys have experience in safeties too, and that, I think that that's a very similar kind of, yeah. not similar as in like position group, but the attitude and yeah. like the killer mentality. Like yeah. if you look at cornerback and safety, they're going for it. They're going yeah. for it. They're gonna they're gonna take off your head, you know. Um, so I totally agree with your, your what you're saying there. So yeah. it, it'll be really interesting to see how these new guys adjust. You know, they've had a longer layoff to adjust and to get ready for the schemes and, and what they do on um, defense. But exactly. it'll be interesting to see who's made that progression the most to see mm-hmm. who starts and who's going to get that more team one, you know, defensive rep. Exactly. Um, but, man, uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for this. So yeah. it'll be interesting, man. I'm ready. I'm ready for it to come, you know, come out. By the way, exactly. did you see the video that they just put out? What's that? The hype video that Austin put out? Uh, yeah, that, that was dope. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was incredible. I messaged him after. I was like, dude, that was sweet. He was just like, dude, it was sweet, but it was so damn cold out there. Oh, I bet. I, no I bet. Yeah. I remember oh, those, those new uniforms look awesome. They're so nice. They're so cool. Oh, man. Yeah. It, it reminds me because they, they took those, uh, those uniforms. They kind of looked at the 2009 i believe um year and they kind of took some things from there um the 2009 
team has a special you know place in my heart just because I was at the App State uh, wow. Montana game, yeah. the yeah. Blizzard game, where oh, I forgot what who it was, but he blew up that wide receiver yeah, on the sideline. Yeah, just yeah. like blew him up, dude. You could hear that in the stands, really? like like it was like loud, and you could hear that. Everyone stopped, like. Oh my gosh, that guy's not getting up, <laughs> dude. So, oh my gosh, I watch but, it on YouTube all the time. It has crazy amounts of clicks, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Blew up. Yes. So I, I have that film as well. I bought it off of the NCA site, so I could just keep on replaying it. So <laughs> that's so crazy, man. So yeah, that's the the cornerback group. I think we're we're good with cornerbacks. I think we've um, increased, and this is the crazy thing. Part is Angel is. Every position group, we've gotten better. Mm-hmm. How many? How many teams can say at every position group we've gotten better, we've grown, we've gotten more talent, and we're developing? Exactly. exactly. How, how many teams, other than probably okay. North Dakota State? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's why I said I'm really proud of where I was able to kind of help lead the team off. Yeah, you know. Because every other year, I was like, yeah, we have some strong points, but we have some weak points. The offensive line is good this year, but they're struggling the next year. You know, yeah. this position group needs to pick it up a little bit. This position group is killing it, you know. So, But really, we left it in a place where, hey, just a little bit of experience was added to the depth, you know, of every single, of every single position group. And look at them now, you know. Yeah. They brought in some amazing talent. You know, the places that were potentially questionable in certain areas, you know, that's not even a question anymore. Yeah. You know, so you know, this is this is off topic, but it'll be really interesting that we can get into another episode. But it'll be really interesting with because of the pandemic, how that affects recruiting, because you're not able to get a recruit in and you're not able to go see a recruit. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see the dynamics with that. And I think that's going to be that's going to stay for a while. But that's yeah. another episode. Sorry, man. Um, just had oh, to say oh, that, you're, good, you're good. Um, so. You know, we're going to go from cornerbacks now to uh, the forgotten uh, fellas in the, the team, uh, the kickers and the punters. Hey, man, they're people too, okay? Get that straight. <laughs> you know, that's one thing that, you know, Tim Semenza, Brandon Purdy, you know, Adam Wilson used to always kind of joke around and say, hey, you know, punters and kickers are people too, man. You can't forget us. <laughs> you know? And it's, it's kind of interesting, man. I've been around some very different – but punters and kickers are just as passionate about oh, yeah. what they do as any other group, maybe potentially yeah. even more passionate about it. You know, Tim Semenza was one of the most, most passionate players that I've been around simply because he debatably might've taken it, you know, too seriously, you know, a one yeah. bad kick would have ruined his whole afternoon. Cause he was that, you know, kind of committed to being better on a day-to-day basis. And so it's kind of interesting to see because they're just as committed as any other position. You know, obviously when they do have that position, it is a little different just because they're not taking that physical toll, you know, and there might be some a lot of standing around, you know, and practicing on their own. But still, they take the time just like anybody else to go kick on a day-to-day basis. And on the weekends, in the summertime, they're out there, you know, with other punters and kickers and you know, while the receivers are out there. And so it's, they deserve just as much credit as anybody else, man. Yeah. Well, and just the, the, the intensity and the pressure that is put on them in a game. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine you like, all right, go kick a field goal. This is the win the game. Everybody's looking at you. Don't miss it because you'll be blamed Mm -hmm. no matter what happened in the game. Um, Yeah. And, 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 nowadays with certain teams, it's all about field position. When you, when you're talking about, you know, uh, the game of football, it's all about where you're kicking, where you're, where you're getting the ball at. Um, So um, it is a, it is a very important part. Yeah. One time uh, just reminds me of a random story when I was in middle school, just because I was a big kid compared to a lot of other kids, you know, for whatever reason, they were like, okay, well, he's Mexican and he's big. He might be able to kick the ball a little better than any everybody else. <laughs> so, so they gave me the opportunity to kick the ball. I kicked it one time 
they were just like, you know what? We're never going to have you do that again. <laughs> so I was like, I remember because I was just like, I kept telling people like, yeah, I can kick really good. You know, I grew up playing soccer. That was my first kind of sport that I kind of dabbled in. I was like, I know how to do this. It was a terrible kick. <laughs> I can only imagine the pressure of being around, you know, dang near 30,000 people. Everybody oh. looked at you, you know, down four seconds, field goal for, for either the tie or for the win, you know? Oh, yeah. And if you see them, you know, it really takes so much mental work to really just take that deep breath. I mean, time and time again, you see them go, you know, because they need that deep breath to understand, okay, just kick the ball. Just do your job. Well, and and a lot of them, they, you know, when they call a timeout, you know, everyone's to one side. They're not even with the team. Yeah. Like a lot, like the the kickers I've seen, like the great kickers, they're not even with the team. They're doing something. They're going through their sit, you know, their heads. Um, So exactly. So you know, this year is going to be kind of interesting because uh, with kickers and punters, we're losing pretty much everyone that we've had um, Mm -hmm. from uh, kicker and punter. So Brandon Purdy's gone. Adam Wilson's gone. Gabe Peppinger is not there. Um, and so you're going to have somebody new kicking for you, yeah. uh, being kicker or a place kicker or punter. Um, and so it'll be really interesting to see, is there somebody that can do both mm-hmm. um, or is it going to be split up? That's going to be yeah. the interesting uh, thing. Uh, so just to go into it before we start talking, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, we have Camden Capster who's coming in in the summer um, from my rival high school, Billing oh. Central. Um, so, it was, guys, really, it was a real question. Did you guys win or lose against them? Well, I can say that when I was there, we lost. But this year, <laughs> I can say my high school beat Billing Central in the state championship game. Okay. okay. So, yeah. So, it, it's it's a bitter, bitter, huge, huge rivalry. One of the biggest in the state. Mm-hmm. Um, so, then uh, Jack Cooper, who's a redshirt junior uh, transfer or Jack Cooper, who's a redshirt junior, who's a transfer from Fresno City. He's also played at Mississippi. Um, I do not think he got too much action at Mississippi. That's why he transferred to Fresno City. Mm-hmm. Um, then we've got uh, Carver Gilman, who's a redshirt freshman uh, walk on, and then Brian Bushini, who's a redshirt freshman as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it'll be really interesting to see how Coach Houck. Um, kind of goes through that mm-hmm. just because I don't know how he feels with a freshman <laughs> being yeah. having that much weight um, kicking and and, and yeah. punting and well, stuff. Like for that. me, there's two lines of kind of thought when I think about this. One, how his specialty is special teams. You know, oh yeah, that's what yep. he drives. That's what he's known for. That's where people are. I think really underrate him. Don't take him seriously enough. And oh, that's yeah. where he shines arguably the best, you know, when it, when you look at his career. Yep. So he knows what he's doing, which is mm-hmm. kind of my thought process. And if it really was at a point where I think he wasn't comfortable with what they've had, with the great recruiting that they've done this year, you would have thought, well, maybe let's try to bring somebody else in. Yeah. You know? So one, I think he trusts them. Yeah. I think He's anxious to see how they perform. And I think this is the perfect opportunity to really decide. Because let's say worst case scenario, because I know we got some ballers on there. I know we got some people oh, that yeah. are going to step up. But yeah. worst case scenario, something bad happens. It's not their best day. And he's like, okay, I need to go find somebody else. He has a couple months to be able to do that, you know? So yeah, that, that, that opportunity is still there to recruit. But – what I'm thinking in his mind, you know, is, hey, I'm going to give them a shot to really see where we're struggling or what we're good at and see if somebody can come out and take the position. You know, that's kind of his whole mentality. Go out and take the position, own the position. This is yours. So for listeners out there, like I was saying, I think that opportunity is there for those guys. I think they're going to show up. I think they're going to play well. And I really think it's just going to kind of be one of those things where, where they kind of sit down and assess the situation and say, this was good. This was bad. This is where we need to get better. And where do we go from here? You know? Yep, definitely. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I really, truly think that you're going to probably see, like you said, some freshmen um, 
step up. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, Brian Buscini and uh, Camden Capser are very highly rated yep. um, kickers. And, you know, if you look at Camden Capser, he has the state record for mm-hmm. most, I believe, most points um, scored by a kicker and most PATs mm-hmm. uh, with, like, I believe, like 85 straight yeah. PATs made. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is some guys that have some experience um, mm-hmm. with that. You know, they're not, you know, in-game experience with pressure, you know, at Wagriz. Um, but, you know, with this year, this is probably the best time to do it. Like you were mm-hmm. saying, that you've got two games to throw them in there. Then you can study the film and go over, you know, your their summer and your fall camp and say, hey, this is open, guys. Mm-hmm. This is this is this is something that we're not solidified yet. Let's mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he likes that. He likes to see those battles. He yeah. likes to see those guys compete and see what they can do. Because when you're competing for something and you want it, you're going to see the best from everybody. Yeah. You're going to get the best from everybody. And so I think you're really going to see some guys step up, like you said. Yeah. Um, and I, I truly believe, I truly really 100% agree with you that that Hauk is not going to let his bread and butter be stinky onions. No, exactly. <laughs> so um, I, yeah, I think that's going to be great. Yeah, man. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it'll turn out well. And I think he knows what he's doing, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, he knows a whole lot better than me. So I I know that for a fact. Like I told you, Adam, I don't know nothing about nothing. You know, (laughs) even to this day, people had think I have some sort of leg up on them because I used to play football. I don't know anything about what they're doing. You know, (laughs) like I say hello to them. I stay away from the football talk just because I'm like interested in other things, you know? And it's just kind of like, hey, I'm just fortunate enough that I, that I have these relationships with these guys while they're still playing, you know. And so it's just kind of like, man, I don't know nothing about nothing. I'm just I'm like you guys. I'm just a huge fan. I'm a huge advocate for all of those young men. I'm a huge advocate of the coaches. And I'm just excited to see what they get done this week. Yep. Central Washington, man. Central mm-hmm. Washington. Mm-hmm. They, don't have no idea. they have no idea what they're coming into, man. Well, and you know, I, I from from glances what I've looked at, they've got some experience, and I think they made the playoffs or or whatnot. So I do think they've got some experience. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have a, and and, and it's kind of interesting because they, they were supposed to play Central Washington this year, um, mm-hmm. so this game was kind of just kind of slid over. Yeah. Um, so uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. I know that that Central Washington is from the GNAC, Great Northwestern Athletic Association. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that because I went to MSUB in Billings, um, and so they're the part of the same conference. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I think that it, it'll be a good game, a good first game. And then that second week, you got Portland State. Yeah. I think it'll be good for both teams, you know, yep. just kind of thinking about it. Just a little bit shaking off the dust. I think there's going to be positives and negatives to take away from both teams. I think they're both going to walk away from a clear perspective of, okay, we need to improve here. We need to get better here. It wasn't as great here and a little sloppy here. Um, and really, so I, I think it would be good for both teams. You know, the only thing that I pray for, and I, I used to pray for this all the time, that no one gets hurt, that it's yeah. a safe game, you yeah. know, that, that they end off the game, you know, in good spirits, and they walk up the field knowing that, hey, I, they give it their all. Yeah. One of the things that I used to always think of was just like, I never want to lose to a team because we weren't ready. If I lose to somebody, I want to say that I lost because they were better than us. Yeah. You know? Because we played our butts off, and at the end of it, we just didn't come out of top, you know? Exactly. exactly. So that's what well, I hope for this game, man. It'll be interesting to see. Have you checked yeah. the weather and what the weather is going to be like? Dude, I think it's – I know it's supposed to be cold and kind of rainy these first couple of days, but okay. I think game day is going to be actually kind of nice, if I'm being honest. Okay. Oh, never mind. 39 and <laughs> cloudy. 39 and cloudy? I don't know if it, it, it just says cloudy. It doesn't say rain or snow, but you never know. It is, it's going to be the oh, coldest dude. day this whole week for sure. Oh, it's going to snow. It's going to snow. It snows on Thursday. <laughs> it snows on Thursday. It snows tomorrow here. Oh, does it, it really? It snows tomorrow. It does a, it a 100% chance. I don't even know. How, how can you say that it's a 100% chance? Like, I'm not a weather person, but how in the world do you, can you 
for sure say it's a hundred percent chance of snowing, dude. Like that, I I don't know. That's I I don't know if that's just the nerd in me, but like, how? Like, exactly. I hate snow. It's my birthday. I don't want it to freaking snow on my birthday, dude. (laughs) Oh, exactly. Uh, Yeah, it's rough. It'll be regardless, though. You know, one thing that I would like to kind of throw out there. Um, I'd like to kind of let's see if I can do this. I'm I'm doing something crazy. Let's see. Oh, yep. no, that didn't work. That didn't work. Oh well. I'll have to read up on it. I was gonna I was gonna try to uh show um people the uh poll that we had out there. Um we had what position group are you most excited for? Um and tell us why. You know, we had QB, which was 34% people were excited for. Uh, running back, they were 4.5%. Quarterback, mm-hmm. 22.7%. You're gonna take you're gonna you're gonna be happy with this one. 38.6%. The winner. Offensive line, buddy. Go more, baby. More That's people, what talking about. More That's people are excited to see those big guys. Sleeves, dude. That's why yep. I have none of my sure tough sleeves. None of yep. them. Zero. And one of the comments was hashtag Dola. There you go, man. <laughs> Whoever said that, shout out to them, dude. That's sweet, yep. dude. So, um, yeah, shout out to those those people that actually, you know, commented, that voted for that. Uh, we really appreciate it. We love having you interact with us. Um, yeah. And like, like we said, this is a live casting. So if you want to get a hold of us while we're doing this, you can actually leave us a comment. We would love to sh- give a shout out to you. Uh, say what your question is. Say what your comment comment is. Uh, we would love to have you be a participant in this episode, these live uh, recordings. I said, hit us up. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know what you guys like, what you don't like, what you're curious about. Hit us up with topics. It doesn't have to be football related, but it could be something tied to football. It could be something tied to a different sport, something you want to hear about more often. Let's talk about about it a little bit. Exactly. Exactly. Well, you know, that's going to probably end our our wide receivers, cornerbacks, kickers, and punters preview. Uh, We are going to have a preview with – Defensive line, linebackers, and safeties mm-hmm. uh, coming out. Uh, it'll be here Thursday. We're going to record Thursday. So those people that are watching us, come on back. We're going to be there. These probably won't – we'll talk more about it later, but we'll talk about when these are coming out. We've had mm-hmm. one come out today uh, with running backs and quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. And so uh, subscribe, rate, review, and make sure that you check us out. Like Angel and I have said, uh, we want to hear from you guys. Get us at Instagram, yep. Twitter, Facebook, yep. at Fight on Montana. We want to hear from you. Give us those five stars. Get us on our YouTube channel at uh, Fight on Montana as well. Mm-hmm. And we love to hear from you. Say hi to Angel at the game. Yep. And I'll be sitting on my uh, my uh, couch yelling and screaming. Fight on, baby. 